Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is April, uh, uh, sorry, November 3rd. The time is about 4.30. Reddy and MPC has been conducting Zoom conferences or conferences from past 10 years. If you have any question, raise your hand. If you're a newcomer, please show your face and let us know. Surya? Yeah. Hi, good afternoon, everyone. Thanks, Rahul, for taking my question. Uh, so, uh, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. I can. Yeah. So, so I would like to look out for a, a Dropbox appointment in India and mm-hmm. like to fill a DS-160 form. But mm-hmm. currently, my passport is under renewal in US and it takes at least three weeks for the renewal to be complete and uh, get a new passport number. So, can I fill in my DS-160 with the uh, current uh, passport, which is when is the passport expiring though? It's expiring in June 2022. Like, yeah, but if you're going to get it in three weeks, I would recommend to wait because if that's going to cause any confusion and they are going to come for the interview because your passport number changed, which happens very frequently, that is not good news okay. for you. Yeah, I would like the appointment to be as early as possible. That's I, I, I know you have to pick I can. risk that one or this one. You have to choose. Okay. And if my passport, current passport expiring in June, will the stamping be done only till June or it will be... Based no, the, the stamping will be done until, until your H1B expires. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't depend on the passport expiry at all. No, it doesn't depend on the passport. Next person, please. Thank you. Vinod? Uh, <clears throat> hello, Rahul. Uh, thanks, thanks for my, taking my call. So here is my situation. I got um, my priority date is 2014. I, I downgraded, downgraded my petition. And I got my uh, advanced payroll and uh, EAD and my wife's too uh, back in 2020, December. And mm-hmm. we recently filed for extension. Mm-hmm. So my H1B is expiring in uh, January 3rd, 2022, and I filed my uh, H1B extension. And I haven't, we haven't filed for my wife's H4 because we are planning to move her onto adjustment of status EAD. So that will kick in after her uh, current uh, H4 EAD expires in uh, uh, January 3rd. So mm-hmm. her advanced payroll um, and uh, EAD gonna expire on uh, December 28th, 2021 and we mm-hmm. already filed for extension. Mm-hmm. So in this scenario, we are planning to go to uh, India in January, and mm-hmm. um, obviously we'll, we'll be going for well, But the uh, advance parole will be expiring by the time she goes there, is it right? To India, yes, yes, that's correct. 
That's correct. And uh, we are planning to go for a visa and uh, I, I, I hope I am eligible for a Dropbox. And um, I can travel back on H-1B visa and she can travel back. When, when is the H-4 for expiring? H-4 expires on January 3rd, 2022. Okay. And then she is leaving in January or December? In January. I mean, after uh, after she started using... I would POS. recommend to file a H-4 extension. Okay. Filing for H-4 extension. Yes. Okay. Okay, I mean, usually, I mean, if we don't find H four extension, uh, she can attend uh, interview. She can attend. Uh, she can attend. But now, after January third, though, she doesn't have it. She's an advanced parole. It's not yes. a strict thing, but I strongly recommend that she files it. Okay, so once we file H four uh, extension um, here, you can ignore the H four. She's not going to use the H four extension. She's just going to use your H one B extension to go for the H four. It's just for a precaution safety that I'm speaking about. Oh, okay. What I thought is like, since anyway, she's going to India. It's up after... to you, sir. That is my recommendation. It's not like okay. you will be doing any legal thing if she goes for H4 stamping. Okay. So it's always recommended to file for H4 extension and then go it's back to India. It's not always. I didn't say always. Mm -hmm. This time, I want it. Okay. 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 So once Next uh, she back, uh, come back, and my other question is, once she come back on H4, H4 she mm -hmm. can start working because she is currently working for some company and uh, she can continue her uh, employment on her pending AOS. Uh, yes, she can. Absolutely, she can. Okay, yeah, that answered my question. Thank you. Next person, please. Mohan. Yeah, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I'm on H1B. Uh, I was doing, I was in a full-time job. Uh, we were told that there is a, a layoffs. Uh, so, and then they gave us a time until January 28th. So my wife is on H4 right now in the EAD. Uh, so my first question is, when I, when I transfer my H1B, uh, do, I, do I need to include my wife's H4 along with my H1 transfer? When is your wife's H4 expiring? Uh, uh, 2023 May. It is not required that you file the H4 in DED extension for your wife. You need to do it before the 2023 May, but it may be recommended to do it because you're going to get until 2024. Sometimes these H4 EADs are taking almost one year to get it extended. So it may be good, but the company doesn't have to, you don't have to do it immediately. You can do it at any time. But in, in this case, my company is going to uh, revoke the H1B, my current company. will. That That's fine. That's, oh, okay. That's fine. So, She's still married to you, so she can maintain the H4. Okay. And uh, one more follow-up question. Uh, with the, I, I do have an approved one, I-140 uh, from 2016. So when I go to a new company, do they actually need to start? I mean, first thing, I think I can get the extension based off of my I-140. Right. They don't have to start it immediately. They can start it at any time. They can start it after one year, two years, three years, five years. Until the final action date becomes correct, though, they can do it. But is there any way that they do the porting for I-140 or do, do they actually need to start from the scratch? They have to start from the scratch of filing the labor certification, but your date will be ported. Okay, sounds good. Thank you. Uh, Gayatri, let me, let me handle it. Is it okay? Gayatri, I just want to test it. Sure, Rahul. Wahid? 
Hey, hey Rahul. Good afternoon. <clears throat> sure. So I had a question regarding this uh, uh, reconciliation bill. Do you know mm-hmm. uh, if anything is going to happen on that? My priority date is 2015. I'm planning to switch to another job. Um, do you think it is? I know there are a lot of pushbacks and all those things, uh, but with this current, uh, I will I will hold until one or two months to see what goes on. Um, it's going to be only by December thirty first, January first week or second week we should come to know. Okay. You think you are positive because I know you were saying that you've been. Very I you, uh, you know let's but, you know you have listened to my YouTube. I'm not going to say any more than that. What I said. Yeah, but you've been in this field like like more than twenty years. Like you haven't you have seen right nothing has happened. There are or... so many times I have gone wrong. Um, there is nobody else who has gone wrong more times than I did. I guarantee that I have proof of evidence. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, San, uh, can you unmute yourself? Hi Rahul. Um, yes, I have a so I'm on H1B visa right now. my visa is valid until 2024 i do not have a stamp uh, in my passport i just have my i797 approval form uh, my perm is not filed yet and i do not have any active h1b cases like an amendment or anything now my question is can i travel to canada for a week without um, a stamp on my passport um, or or a canadian visit visa Uh, are you going to have a canadian visit visa or you're not going to have canadian visit visa yes no no canadian visit visa you need to have a canadian visit visa to go to into, into canada ah i see i see okay so if i have a canadian visit visa uh, i do not need a stamp in my passport i can just go and come back if my stay is less than 30 days am i correct you're abs- you're absolutely right okay thank you sir that's all i needed next person please gayatri you can take over i just was testing Sure, Rahul. Iqbal. Hi, Rahul. This is Iqbal. Uh, so, I my priority date is November twenty thirteen, and my I one forty was filed, and I filed premium upgrade thirteen times, and all thirteen times it was rejected, and by the time thirteenth time came, the uh, dates got retrogressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, do you suggest or do you recommend that I continue doing my premium filing with the date being recogn- uh, retrogressed? Do you have any teenage children? No. Jana uh, are in college. They are out of college. They are working uh, in the industry. So I, I don't have any of that stuff. You, you are not trying to save anybody in the CSPA Act. Child Service Protective Act. How old are your children? My daughter is married, twenty-six, and my son is twenty-seven. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Do continue doing the premium process. Uh, I should continue doing the premium processing. It's up to you. I mean, it won't harm you for sure. But will it help spending money? Is the date likely to? It definitely <laughs> does. Because what if you want to move out of this company? Uh, that's a, another question i have if i move out of this company then i will be moving out on ead right uh, should i be using then my you, you can use a ead but you need to first get an i140 to move out of this company it is in your best interest to get your i140 that's all i can tell you ipon okay okay if and, you have any teenage kids who are you're trying to save it's not advisable at all 
And if I move out of the company, should I move on EAD? Because then I'll not be able to get back to EB2, I'm told. You're right. You're right. I want you to watch the video that I made yesterday from 5 minutes and 12 seconds to 15 minutes and 10 seconds. Okay. Okay. And take a choice on that. I will cut that video and post it separately. Should you use the EAD? Should you use the H1B? There'll be a separate video. I'm going to post it tomorrow. But for now, it's the same video that we made yesterday. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank you. Thank you. Next person, please. Tish. Ritesh? Hi. Go ahead, Ritesh. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, my, my question was, uh, uh, I have my passport, uh, sorry, my, my visa until uh, February uh, 2023 mm -hmm. on my passport. And, but mm -hmm. when I entered US, the port of entry, they gave me uh, I-94 until uh, May, uh, sorry, March 2022. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so I have like 10 months or 11 months less than my visa on the passport, on the passport. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, also for my, for my wife and for my daughter. Why did they, why did they give it to you? When is the passport visa expiring? The passport is expiring in May, uh, 2023. I think my attorney is saying like he made some mistake on the port of entry and he gave okay. me one year less. Okay. What uh, about, what about, what about your children, wife and child's, uh, I-94, when is it expiring? So they did not visit outside. They were here itself. So, so they got I-797 and for them also, they gave, they gave one year less. So they are, for them also, they gave March, March of 2022. Wait, 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 wait. They didn't visit it outside the countries, right? No, they did not visit. Why did the I-797 came for only until March of 2022? Is it because it's approved after you came into the United States? I don't remember exactly, but I think that uh, was the timing. Because when, when I when, entered... When, when, did, when did you apply for their H-4 extension? Um, it was uh, in 2020 somewhere. Uh, so when so, did you enter back into the United States? Um, in, 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 in March. Of which year? Uh, 20, 2020, 2020, yeah, March 2020. And he gave me until March of 2022, even though I had visa off until 2023. So, but you filed your wife's and child's before you left the countries, right? I mean, before yeah, you yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, I filed before I left the country, but when I, I think when I came, because it took long for them with the fingerprinting and all. So okay. when I came back, when you came back and they gave only until March of 2020. Yeah. I had to, because like I had to visit because my mom expired. So I had to visit urgently to India. Uh, so when I came back, they just, uh, and I saw that for me also, he gave me one year less and for my wife and my daughter also, they gave one year less. So, so I was at that time um, in the mind that I might go back to India again and that would actually fix it. But I could not visit India after that until now. Uh, now the problem, uh, the question I had was, yeah, can you hear me? 
Yeah, Rahul sir. Can you hear me? Rahul, you can unmute. Yeah, sorry. Um, the best thing right now for you to do is um, just go outside to Mexico or you can go to India, come back, whichever one you want to do it. Mm-hmm. And you get the I-94 until your H-1B expires and file for the extension of your wife and kid. The other way around is that you can still go to CDP office to see if they would correct it. That's okay. another thing that you can do. Okay. Now, okay. The question, okay. One question I had was, uh, Rahul sir, is like, I, I, my company is now allowing me to uh, work remote. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was thinking to relocate from where I stay here to another state. And they are ready to file my amendment. Uh, so my question yeah. was, let's say, at the time of filing an amendment, you can file amendment. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Gayatri, yeah. Yes, you, yes. You sir. can do one thing. Yeah, at the time of filing, at the time of filing an amendment, you can file amendment as extension, so that you don't have to do anything what we are discussing right now. Okay, so I am thinking in January. I I want to move to another state, so okay. uh, so I can in January file extension as well as change of address for all the three of us, right? Extensions for all three of you and change of address, yes, you can. And that will come until twenty twenty three because my visa, my I no, you, no, it can come until twenty twenty four also. Oh, is it? Or twenty twenty five also because you're going to file in January, so you can file until twenty twenty five. Instead of twenty twenty three. Okay, but next but my, question. Uh, just one question, So one one uh, someone told me that when you are when your when your visa is not when your visa is not approved, like you cannot find amendment. But this is not my case, right? Because I have visa approved until twenty twenty three of of February, but they gave me I ninety four until uh, March twenty twenty two. So the first statement you made is also not right statement, though. I don't know. Even we, even without any visa approval, you can still file an amendment, and you can still file an extension. That's what we do for student visa people all the time. So you can, when you file in January, file an extension for you, your wife. Don't file it until two thousand twenty-three. File it until two thousand twenty-five. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Andal. Uh, hi. And this is Andal. Uh, hi, Rahul. Um, I, I, my, I, I'm on H1 visa, uh, and it is valid till 2024 March. Uh, mm-hmm. While my husband uh, has got his 485 EAD with uh, EB3 downgrade uh, I140 approved, and we got the EAD cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, if I go to India, uh, I, I, I have some immediate need to go to India to visit my sick parents, and. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I do not get any appointment because right now it's very tight and not able to see any appointments being available. If I do not get an appointment and I use my EAD while traveling back in case of any issues, is it possible to uh, you know uh, continue on my H1 later on or is it, it does it get invalidated right away? Well, um, it doesn't get invalidated, but I'll tell you a small trick to make it active though. This is some trick that we recently Yeah. Uh, you can do one thing. You can go to, you can make a separate trip to Mexico by using the H1B. 
to activate your H1B. And you don't need stamping. Gayatri, can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. yeah. You, can, you don't need stamping on H1B. You don't need stamping on H1B. You can uh, still come back. It's called automatic revalidation. Gayatri is going to give a video link for you on that. Okay, and uh, uh, actually, do I have to, uh, you know, declare that in my I nine form when I reply when I come back? Uh, uh, one second, one second, ma'am. Okay. Sure. Gayatri, can you hear me? Yes, Rahul. Sorry. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, I'm having some technical difficulties. I'll spend more time. Um, uh, yeah, you can, you can go to Mexico and you can come back, ma'am. Not a problem. So when I come back from India on my EAD, do I have to disclose that with my employer? And uh, uh... Well, you can do one thing. The next day you can fly to Mexico and come back if you don't want to disclose it. Okay. Um... So I so, so. I'm sorry. Amdil. Yeah, you can go to Mexico and come back and activate your H1B. If you don't want to disclose your employer EAD, you can do one thing: just go to Mexico the next day and come back. Okay, on the way back also, if I if I come through Mexico, then it is enough. Like from India. No, 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 no. Okay. The automatic revalidation is not valid if you are coming through Mexico. You have to leave from USA. You have to come back to USA, going to Mexico only, no other location. Okay. So, all right. Got it. Thank you so much. Give me one second, Gayatri. I'm having some problem with the Bluetooth, okay? Okay, sure, Rahul. Good. Good with the next caller, Gatri. Sanjay. Hi, Rahul. Uh, good evening. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, my wife's uh, um, Canadian study permit is uh, um, approved, so she planned to travel in uh, first term in February. Uh, but we want to move uh, in May because of the uh, my kids' uh, school completion. So can we wait, use wait. AVR? One second. You are right now in USA, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you want what is EVR? AV, AVR, sorry, uh, um, uh, automatic visa revalidation. Yeah, use, use the full form. Don't be okay. automatic visa revalidation. Yeah. So, so your wife has what what visa status in USA right now? H one. And when is the I ninety four expiring? Um, somewhere in 2023. Is she working for the company? Yeah. And when she goes to Canada, how long she's going to stay? Um, so she's, for, so until May, she's planning to stay only three weeks. There how long will she stay there when she goes there? How long? Length? Um, the time period months. from to? 16 months. Did you say 16 days or 16 months? Um, the her school, the her entire term is sixteen months. Okay. Yeah, but uh, for initial first three months, she wants to uh, travel uh, back and forth by staying there only for Automa three. Months. 
automatic revalidation is only if she is staying less than 30 days yeah okay so and particularly we... particularly if she is going and studying though yeah. she should not be using the automatic revalidation it's only for visits though okay okay understood okay thank you next person please bhavna uh hi rahul this is bhavna so i have my visa stamping slot uh, in chennai and mumbai on november 19th and 22nd uh my i797 original documents are with my employer and unfortunately they are down in new jersey floods so can i still go for stamping uh, without original i797 documents uh, they did mention I, that sorry. i want you to cancel one of the appointment man the consulates won't like it when you have two appointments they don't like it uh i mean uh, like a uh, fingerprints and the other one sorry i meant ah uh... uh, uh, okay i got the point okay yeah so now coming to the point will there be any difficulty if you don't have the original 797s mm-hmm. we have not noticed any problem for the people who don't have original 797s okay that problem used to exist somewhere in 2005 to 2009 but we haven't seen any difficulty from 2010 to right now the okay. people who don't have original 797 approvals sure like uh, do i have any uh, problem during port of entry uh... i have as as i told you i have never experienced in the uh, past okay. 11 years i did not sure uh, that that's really a good thing for me and uh, do i have to carry any supporting documents uh, rahul of course a copy of the h1b approval will be good okay and a supporting letter from the employer saying that uh, uh, like uh, this is down in the flights if in case that would help right yeah. keep it don't show it to anybody unless somebody asks you for it yeah yeah sure yeah that answers my next question person. thank you next person ritesh hi uh hi rahul uh, my priority date is april 2012 okay mm-hmm. and i applied for ratify in october 2020 under eb3 on uh, mm-hmm. november 1st 2021 like two days back uh my case status changed to approved so what so, is the priority date april 2012 okay so is it normal because uh, i thought from 1st of november the dates will retrogress for eb3 yeah it could have been adjudicated the number might have been allocated before it is just reflecting in the month of november okay so it so possible. it's possible okay so yeah. now my wife actually her status has not changed okay yeah and uh, so and she is working on h4 ead so it could it could be possible uh, do, does she has an adjustment of status ead yes she has okay well she can use adjustment of status ead um it could be possible either it may have been error for you or it could be possible it is an error on her that it's telling that it's not approved yet okay okay so okay so should i reach out to uscis and ask like uh, why my case was approved or why my no don't, don't don't ask that question don't okay <laughs> you don't want to do that you don't want okay. to do that okay um, okay if your wife doesn't get approved she can use adjustment of status cat okay so and because what we are, what we are telling people right now is that if your wife doesn't get approved you may want to file an i130 and uh, for her though oh, so that she can get 
yeah so that so that she can because we don't know when the prior dates are going to be back but the prior dates for family based 2a is current yeah okay okay you can file an i130 you can supplement it or you can do the con i will do the consular processing though okay so she can move to basically uh, ead of i485 no. yeah. and then yeah she can move to ead of i485 yes and then i can uh, go for f2 if it is not it doesn't move that is that's right i will move to f2 i will have a backup plan if you are interested okay. in contact our office okay sure okay thank you next person please naran naran yes yes naran yeah thank you uh, i am getting an opportunity i can't hear you properly naran Uh, is it audible? A little bit better, but not clear though. Hello. Go ahead, Naran. Let me say. Oh, can you hear me? A little bit better. Go ahead. Yeah, I can't hear you, Naran. Gayatri, can you go to the next? I'm sorry, Naran. Show Rahul, Vani. Vani, Vani, go ahead. Vani, you have to unmute. Oh, sorry, I was double muted. I'm so sorry. Um, so Rahul, I got my change of status from H4 to F1 approved uh, in the month of August, and currently I'm in my third semester, and I'm planning to visit India for uh, F1 stamping. Uh, but um, I have actually taken my CBT, and I am just little concerned if that would be a reason or that would be a concern in the Uh, if I'm stamping, what university you're trying to go for stamping? Uh, I know you hate it, but it's Campbellsville University, and this is my try first time. Try to buy, try to buy one way ticket, ma'am. Sorry. Try to buy one way ticket if you're going for stamping for Camp Campbellsville University. Okay. Okay. Uh, is it because I've taken CPT or because of the university? Both. Both. they don't okay. that university doesn't require people to attend the classes before covid that university has admission policy that you can take admission your classes can stop any time even i can get into doctorate degree without any masters degree too in computer science so you are going with that okay. university good luck with you i'm i'm not the proper person even to speak if you are going with that university Okay. okay but if it was other university it would have been okay but uh, though my change of status is approved it's still a uh, stamping is a complicated issue is it absolutely even if if you are going with the even if your change of status is approved for them to approve the campus bill is very very rare now. okay next person please okay you can go and come back on h4 i mean can't you have your husband file an did you come on h4 to usa Uh, no, H4 is not an option for me. Okay, sounds good, ma'am. I would not recommend to go for stamping, ma'am. Okay. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Uh, okay, Rahul. Sir. Yep, uh, I'm. Uh, this is Prashant here. Are you able to hear me? Clearly, Prashant. Go ahead. All right. Awesome. Uh, so, first of all, thank you very much, Rahul Garu, for all your help and service that you guys are doing over the PAV Asia and these calls. Uh, 
my question here is uh, i got my ead approval my priority date is uh, june uh, 2014 uh, so i'm wondering whether i can go to india for a long term because dates are not going to be uh, current very soon so how did you long file can you did you file a 485 application or yeah, a... i yeah, yeah i did i did file a 485 downgrade last year so i got my ead oh. approved and advance parole approved when you so, say when you say long time for long time what do you mean by that yeah maybe a, a five years or something and i can come back when there is a, a need for the uh, renewal of the advance parole so is that something that uh, is doable or uh, is it going to cause an issue uh, it's going to cause problem because you must have a job offer here if you're going the whole purpose for why you filed a 485 application mm-hmm. is to indicate that you want to stay in united states and if you're going to spend a lot of time outside the country though you definitely are pointing out that no you're not interested right now so if you are doing that the best way would be that is your company going to be cooperative with you yes uh, they'll be cooperative yep well you can do one thing is that convert your i140 convert your i140 into consular processing called i824 okay and then go to india and stay there and get the consular processing approved though okay in that way the process will start for the consular processing and you can always come back on h1b at a later date and convert it to 485 if you want to but i don't want bad remarks on your 485 okay so what is the what is the uh time that i can spend in india in a safe manner instead of doing it in a fly telling me less than 3 months that's fine if you're telling more than 3 months that's not good okay so every year 3 months i can spend outside and come back is that what yeah. uh, okay that looks okay. reasonable to me okay sure uh, that makes sense next person please re uh, got yeah go ahead shri hi i rahul yes sir go ahead um i have applied for 485 in uh, downgrade process and uh, dates are uh, not current now mm-hmm. um if, if if my wife uses the ead mm-hmm. my doubt is can i file back to eb2 when eb2 dates become current is there are called interfiling and there are something called refiling which okay. one would you choose you cannot refile if your wife has used the ead though okay okay but, but you can do the interfiling if your wife uses the ead and what if i use the ead both it's the same thing I mean, you don't want to get the green card without your wife, do you? No, I mean, just uh, curious. Yeah. curious. So, so practically, I, I club both wife and husband together. Um, so, yeah, you cannot. I mean, you don't. You don't want. You don't want to get the refile and only get the green card for you and not for your wife. In, if oh. that's the case, though, uh, then definitely uh, it's a it's a bad. Um, if but there are less disad. I mean, to. have a very minor advantage of refiling and i i will i will not sacrifice the not using the ead though if i were you you got my point uh, i can't hear you shri my my priority date is uh, july uh, 
if you were me would you start using the ead or you wait and withdraw and fresh file the eb2 in eb2 well with, well if it is june 2012 you can file the 485 one more time right now if you want to is it right even without withdrawing the current one oh you don't have to withdraw it okay i want you to watch the video we put it two weeks ago 10 minute video only is should you interfile and should you refile that's clearly applicable to you i want you to watch the video two weeks ago two weeks uh, one week ago or two weeks ago facebook right uh, youtube youtube okay okay thank you next person please last person gayatri's time is up and she has uh, it's a diwali for rajesh uh, hi rahul uh, my question is that i filed my adjustment of status 485 along with my wife uh, on last year october 27th my dates are still current i have mm-hmm. not heard back anything other than an rfe for an already submitted i693 uh, at around uh, september for which i have again filed i693 and for my field office i have crossed the processing time is there anything else that i can do um, you can do the, you can you can request an ombudsman or you can request uh, the congressman that's all you can do right now okay i requested congressman and they are still i mean they are they are processing that i mean they are trying to uh, contact uscis and the other option that's is ombudsman no 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 it, you can't do both you can only do one if you do both okay. they'll delay okay okay so once a congressman comes back and if there is no fruitful results would i be able to take the ombudsman route no okay no okay, okay. Thank, thank you very much thank you guys wish you happy diwali gayatri wish you happy diwali everybody thank you rahul thank you for listening to ready and newman daily podcast we sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review for more information or if you want to make an appointment check out our websites rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com have an awesome day